Welcome to the Death Dialogues Project podcast, where we have conversations about death, dying, and the aftermath. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of the Death Dialogues podcast. Today, my guest is Atticus Jennison. 14 years old. Atticus happens to be my son. And one of the reasons I wanted to have a conversation with him today is that a lot of parents wonder just how much to expose their children to death and dying. Part of our story is that in the past couple years, we've had a lot of death going on. One was my brother who died of brain cancer and was sick all of 2017. And or, I'm sorry, 2016, and I was traveling back and forth for that. And then 10 months later, my mother, who's ni- who was 94 years old, died here in our home, and we had taken care of her, and she lived with us for two years. So without any more conversation about that, hey, Atticus, thanks for joining us today. Hello. Hi. So if, um, if you wouldn't mind telling people, before these last few years... What had been your exposure to death or thoughts about death? Um, it was like the usual, like you just go to heaven. Like, I never really thought much about it because I never really experienced it in too much of a bad way. And then all this death came out of nowhere. And yeah, I guess like when the death when the death did happen though, um, I guess like it happened, and then I grieved for like the first week, and then I then I was completely fine. But it was it was like pictures of my grandma and Max and Doreen, my grandparents and my uncle and my grandpa, like pictures of them trigger emotions, but like normally I just don't think about them that much and I kind of feel bad for that, but uh, I guess, yeah, I don't know. So I remember after Max died, which was very traumatic because he was younger and he I was super close to him and you loved him so much. I remember after that that you sat me down and you said, Mom, when Grandma dies, can we promise that we will be sad and we will grieve, but it won't go on and on, that yeah. we'll move on because we know that it will be her time because yeah. of her age. How successful do you feel like we've been with that? I think I think some people, like maybe you and I didn't do it as fast as I did, because I, I, I kind of saw grandma dead like over, like over to you like a week before that she actually died just because how bad, like she was just in bed all day and then she would be sleeping and then I just never really got to see her. So she like, she was already like, I, I already felt, thought her spirit left her body. I just feel like it was just her body that was left. So after that happened, like I, I, I grieved when she died and then I just listened to You Are My Sunshine, the song that she always sang me and that was it. Yeah. So, like, Mom had always been super open about death, wasn't she? And so in our home, we were having lots of conversations, and and she was leading a lot of conversations about her impending death and that she was ready or if she was ready. And um, did you think that was helpful for you throughout that 10 months or so or even the two years that we've had her to have those conversations? Yeah, because she never told me that she was, like, she never told me that if she said that she was scared to die, then I would have been kind of paranoid because when she died, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know if she would be like, 
okay or not. I don't know, like, if she's happy in the afterlife, but I think she's fine. Yeah. So I, I think what you're saying is because she had a positive feeling about death, it was easier for you to have those conversations. Yeah. And she, she was scared just like everyone would be, though. Like, she, she, she got nervous mm. when she was talking about it quite a bit. Hmm. I know that one thing that she struggled with was that feeling of, am I okay to let go and die, or is that going to be looked at as giving up? Mm. Yeah. And I know that sounded like most of the conflict with me. And um, hopefully we supported her in a good way. So beyond that, you know, which is unusual for some families, is that we actually took care of mom. And um, as you kind of alluded to, probably about a month or two before she died, she started becoming less active. And, um, and but she, up to the very last day, she was coherent, and she announced that, okay, this is this it. Is I'm, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm dying today. This is it. I'm ready to die. Definitely. And that was, that was unusual. You know, I've been around death before. I'd never heard anybody, kind of um, narrate their death, which she did for a while, um, until she did finally become quiet, quieter. Um, so you coming in during that period, so there was 24 hours where I was right by her side and taking care of her, and we knew she was actively dying. And how did that affect you, knowing that that process, almost like a giving birth process, right? You know, like there's something big going beyond in, beyond those doors, and you'd peek in occasionally. And how did that sit with you, that that was going on in our house? I think I was happy that she was, I think she, I was happy that she was in our house because I wouldn't want her to be in a nursing home. I wouldn't want her. I, I I wanted her to be with us, so I was pretty happy with that that she was with us. Like I couldn't have asked for her to be anywhere else. Mm. And and then we can talk about the um, the end, right? So there is a time that I called you in because I could tell. She passed, yeah. Well, she hadn't passed yet. Oh, had she? Yeah. I walked in. She. Can you tell us about what? that experience was like? Uh, hmm. It was, I don't know, I just, I didn't feel much. I, I All I felt was a little bit of sadness, but like, there wasn't that much sadness. I, I, I feel like the sadness was just me being kind of greedy that she's not with me anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no actual me, like, oh no, she's gone. Like, that was the only sadness. There's no... Like, I, I wasn't scared for her or anything. So that, that, that's the only sadness that I had. Like, just knowing that she's going, but how would you put this? Like, yeah, like, the only sadness I had was that she was not going to be with me anymore. Hmm. So, were you in there when there was that? Yeah. Okay, can you speak to that? There was a change that happened at the end that got us... Yeah, really changed the emotion in the room, and I'd like Atticus to speak to that. Well, before she died, she, well, not like, as she was dying, she had this big smile on her face, like, a big, big smile on her face, and then her mouth just opened up a lot. Yeah. And that, some people think that's when the spirit leaves the body. Yeah. And they open their mouth like that. Yeah, so, so just to be a, a bit more descriptive about that, so mom's second to the last breath... And mind you, you know, she hadn't had a totally peaceful look on her face. I mean, yeah. dying's hard work, right? Yeah. And, and you know, she was laboring, 
And her second to the last breath, with an inhale and exhale, this beautiful, big, full-faced smile. Her eyes were shut, but you could see her eyes crinkling with the smile. Her face just lit up with a smile. And to the point that we were like, yes, you're there. You know, give Max a hug. You know, tell everybody we said hi. It felt so victorious. And by that time in her narration with it, she was ready. In fact, at some points before she stopped talking, she would say, why in the world does it take you so long to cross over when you're so ready to go? Which was also interesting because we'd never heard my mom say the words cross over before. She was very, very Christian and, you know, had some really strong feelings about heaven. And yeah, I just never heard her say those words. So I take those words as straight from the person that absolutely knows mouth and and I'm okay with that, that terminology crossover I think that's probably real but then what Atticus is referring to is then so we thought that was it and she had passed with that big smile on her face and a long time goes by then she takes one more breath in and with that breath her chin comes out and her tongue goes straight up curls up to the top of her mouth And the interesting thing about that was that I've never seen that in a death process before, but I had been at a death cafe meeting a few months before, and I may have actually told mom about that. And there was a man there, and he had sat with many Buddhist monks and said that the Buddhist monks had declared that when the tongue goes up to the top of the mouth, that's when the spirit has left their body and so I actually found her death hugely magical I found that that smile was her way of telling us she was seeing everybody it's just what it looked like isn't it Atticus that she was recognizing everybody and then that um, her spirit had in fact exited her body so then we get into a period where we take care of her body and then we keep her home for three days and have the service at our own home. Tell us about how that felt. It creeped me it creeped me out at the start. Um like I I've never seen a dead body before. I never saw a dead body before that. <laughs> so I I'm being honest, I didn't really go in her room at all until the until the wedding. I mean the wedding. <laughs> the funeral. I didn't go into a room at all until the funeral because I'm just not used to seeing dead bodies personally. Yeah. yeah. So, did it feel like it was still her when you did see her? Yeah. I didn't feel any connection. Yeah. I knew that that was where my grandma was, but that's not my grandma anymore. Right. I feel, yeah. I felt the same way. She looked beautiful. She looked great, but the, it didn't look like her, really, did it? Well, it looks like her, like the appearance, but it, was, it wasn't her. Yeah. And then tell us about the service we had. Uh, we got a bunch of people from our church and, and from the right. We got some, we had some mom's friends that met her, and we had some dad's friends that met her, and we just all sang, and everyone talk about her, and we're all doing it around her body. Yeah, it was lovely that her room opened up to the outdoors so we could sit outdoors and have this experience just the way she would have wanted it. So my mom was 94 years old and had 
always talked about how when she was young, they did death at home. And we knew that this would be, in fact, you know, we'd, we'd planned it with her. This was what she wanted. Um, and it was, it was going back to the roots that she had come from, really. Um, have there been any times with our loved ones that have died that you felt their presence at all after death? Grandma Doreen, that was kind of creepy. As as we were walking, as we were walking in, she took her last breath, and she was like, like normal hot warm when we walked in, which was crazy. Mm. It was a bit of a surprise, wasn't it? Uh-huh. And I still felt her, felt her around there. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if a parent was going to talk to you about um, what your recommendation is for families or people with kids and death, do you have any words that you'd like to share? Warn your kids before anything happens, because I reckon if I didn't know about death before that and if my grandma didn't talk to me about it and my mom didn't talk to me about it, I would, I would have been grieving for like months. Like, because most people at my school, like, when their grandparents die, they would be gone from school for, like, four weeks, three weeks. I was back at school the next week. And, like, I, I, it was it was bad. Like, I, I, I'd really start crying, when I, and that was just when I thought of her. But otherwise, I was gone. Mm. So, we've just had, it's been over a year now. Yep. It's been a year and a month. How's grief come up for you lately? Just when I see pictures around her around the house, it makes me happy. I have one in my room right next to my desk. I just like to keep them around. And then I get to think of her. I, I don't I don't cry anymore. I just like I just I just think how grateful I was for having such a good grandma. We were lucky to have her here, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I guess this is a a tough question for you, but if you could look into a crystal ball and think about your future self and you doing death with your family or whatever. What, how has your experiences thus far with death um, affected you with how you think you might handle if you were in charge, you know, say for me or your dad or whatever, you know, how does it make you feel or think about death and what you would do? Uh, I think I'd be fine if I knew my mom or dad were going to die. Like, I th- I, that's when I think I'd be fine. But if they, like, both died in a car crash or, like, I don't know, <laughs> fell off a cliff or something like that, I just, I, I would, I'd be shocked. But if, I, I'd be fine if, um, if they would, like, slowly pass, because if I had, like, a family, obviously I'd tell them, you know, like, I'd just make, like, they're going, they're going to be in a happy place, like, they're going to need to see all the loved ones that they haven't seen for years, like, there's nothing wrong. They're just, we're we're just being greedy. Like we need to, we need to give the the people on the other side a turn now. Mm. Like we need to give like grandma and grandpa a turn. Mm. So what I love about this conversation is this is this is the thoughts that Atticus has, has come up with himself. You know, we haven't sat around and said this is what happens after you die. And sometimes I think kids are the most in touch, maybe with the real, with what what happens. So. I love that. I love hearing that. It definitely, again, like we said, looked like mom was seeing people she recognized. And um, at one point, she called out to her mother, and I asked her. And, and actually, throughout it, she called out to mama, 
But um, the very first time she did, she'd already talked about knowing that sometimes people come, um, people have visions of loved ones as they're dying. And when she started seeing Mama, I asked her if her Mama was there to help her cross over. And she said yes. It sucks because I've had no good dreams about grandmother. Like, all of them have been nightmares. Mm. And I wish I could have better ones. Because all of them are just... I guess it's just my anxiety that's making me have the bad dreams. So every single one is just hurting, like, pain and stuff. Mm. I wish I wouldn't have one. That'd be cool. Right. You know, and I think... Thank you for bringing that up, Atticus. Because there's a huge element that goes along with when you're close to somebody as they're dying... Um, and I find that I found that to be my the biggest part of my grief as well with Max, who I was with um, along on the journey, and my mom, is letting go of the memories when they weren't really themselves, were they? They were suffering, and um, that's an element that we really don't discuss with grief so much is the post traumatic stress that comes along with us, um, and that can come back in flashbacks, and that can come along with um, dreams so thank you thank you for bringing that up and sharing and I think it's important to remember when that does happen Atticus that you just tell yourself of course you know we went through it it was hard to see that happen and of course those dreams are going to be there it doesn't mean that something's wrong and and I actually think that that's the element of remembering that even though you are at peace with death death does follow us along. Grief does follow us along, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So, thank you so much for sharing today. Okay. Is there any other words of wisdom or, you know, any other advice, any other thoughts that you'd like to share before we go? Nope. All right. So there you have it from a 14-year-old boy who's experienced far more death than any child should have to in a short period of time, and with the most intimate deaths being the one, you know, that, that we were up close with, and I hope it's informed you a little bit just about kids and what they can cope with and how our story unfolded in that way. Take care. Thanks for joining us. Okay. We're trying to log out here.